This is the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. Live Initiated. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Initiated Lifestyle Podcast. This is Chris Pick, and you are listening to episode 007, Act, Don't React. This episode is going to talk about strategies for how to make better decisions when we feel like we are under pressure. So definitions, reaction for the purpose of this conversation is a decision or action that you take when you are rushed, when you're under pressure. You feel something that is making you want to take action now rather than giving yourself some time to make a better decision. So we talk a lot about planning and in an ideal world, you would not be faced with unexpected opposition or unexpected challenges that pop up in front of you. And these are the things that we react to. We react to things that we don't see coming, to things that surprise us or to things that we're not prepared um, to handle. So ideally we are able to plan for all variables, but in reality, that is just not gonna be the case. Um, If we took the time to try to plan for every variable, we would not take action. And that goes against how we structure our strategy and our tactics, giving ourselves the uh, room to operate. Um, And it ties into this idea of perfection. The perfect plan uh, would be one that doesn't allow for any surprises. And perfection is a myth. You are not going to reach perfection. The perfect plan is... um, is not real and you need to focus on taking action now um, when you have a functional plan together and not waiting until that plan is perfected. So with all that said, you will be faced with something that surprises you and you need to learn um, or know how to, how to act uh, in a positive way rather than reacting. So we talked about under pressure. Uh, This pressure can be a perceived time crunch. It could be a a real time crunch. There could be some level of urgency required to make a decision or to address a challenge. Uh, But it could also be more on the emotional side. It could be a a perceived threat to reputation. Uh, It could be your ego or your pride that Um, forces you to react or pushes you to a reaction. Um, And I'm sure everybody listening has found themselves in a situation where they've reacted in the heat of the moment and then had to go backtrack and say, oh, you know, that that really wasn't beneficial or that's not how I wanted that interaction to go. Um, So this isn't something that's totally alien to to everybody that's listening. So we feel this pressure, we react to it, and we need to find a better way to go about handling this. Um, Reacting is taking action when you are off balance. The, The unexpected challenge that jumps out in front of you and surprises you puts you back on your heels. And that is when we end up doing a lot of our reacting is when we're placed on our heels, we're uncomfortable, and we're trying to resolve that comfort uh, as quickly as possible. There's an impulse that comes up from somewhere within us, and we just spit out a, a reaction. 
Um, and, you know, more often than not, because of the pressure that we feel like we're under, because we're off balance, um, we end up doing something that maybe not be the best strategic move. So I, I think of this like a sniper, right? A sniper has one shot to take. He lines it up. He's got his sights. He's ready to go. And then as he's squeezing that shot off, somebody comes and pushes him. And that's what this challenge, this unexpected opposition comes up and it pushes you and it puts you off balance. And you need to find a way to regain that balance before you before you push forward. So something we need to talk about and we need to understand is when these problems sneak up on us and they show up when they are right in front of our face, we're too close to the problem is the first is the first thing that we're up against. When something comes up and it's knocking on our front door and we go to answer that door and now we're standing face to face with this problem that we didn't see coming up the sidewalk, we're too close to it. It's all we can see. So of course, if that's all we can see, we can't see anything around it, this problem looks way larger than it really is. It may feel like there's some urgency that we need to go address this problem so that we can move forward past it. There's also the level of, oh, this is just another thing I have to worry about. In a world where everybody is spread too thin and everybody has too much on their plate, when this unexpected issue comes up, it's, oh great, here's another thing I need to do. Um, I need to go handle this as quickly as possible because I don't have time for this. I, I don't have the resources to go dedicate to this, so I'm gonna go throw some off-the-cuff reaction at it to get it off my plate and move forward. And this even becomes more impactful, this, this urgency, when you're leading other people when other people come to you with a question or with an issue, they've likely already tried to resolve it themselves and they feel like they've burned some time and now they're bringing this issue to you, expressing to you some sort of urgency. So if you are listening to them and taking at face value what the urgency of this situation is because that's how it's being expressed to you, you're gonna feel more of this pressure that it needs to be resolved. So the strategy that we're going to, to use to act rather than react is simply to learn to create space between ourselves and these issues that crop up in front of us. We need to take a step back, take two steps back, get a better look at the situation as a whole, understand where this perceived urgency is coming from. Um, the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of the urgency that we attach to different things that we're doing is fabricated. It's perceived. It's something that we make up in our own head because, you know, the discomfort of having this issue out there and lingering over us makes us want to go resolve it as quickly as possible. Or maybe we think that we need to go provide an answer because our customer is looking for an answer and we want to get an answer out to him as quickly as possible to make sure the customer is happy. And if we're just honest with ourselves and honest with everybody else that's in the picture, a day or two is not going to make or break a lot of the decisions that we're up against. Although in our heads, we sometimes build them up to be these mission critical decisions that we need to make. Well, 
that's the first thing we need to do. We need to create space between us and that issue. And all of a sudden that issue seems a lot smaller when we can start seeing around the issue and start looking at how this issue interacts with all these other things we have going on. It, it, it all starts to come into context. We start to see how big this one issue that popped up in front of us really is and what the urgency of that thing really is. And by creating this space, we now have room to, to operate and to be strategic. We don't have to react and be impulsive. We, we have the, the space now to operate. We got some elbow room, we got some breathing room, and that is gonna help us to make better decisions. And when we make better decisions, we are acting with intention rather than reacting. So the other thing that this space allows us to do is it allows us to think through the issue. So when we react, we often are just handling this issue as its own discrete idea or this own discrete problem and we fail to see how it connects to the the things that come after it or how it ties into what's next to it when we have the space to think and think through a problem we can often head off a lot of the follow-on issues that are going to be created if we take what our gut reaction course of action would have been so if we resolve this issue at hand, this issue that's right in front of us, but it creates three more issues down the road and we didn't consider it, well, now we just created three more, three more issues that we're going to come to down the road that we're going to need to resolve. And if we react to this first issue, if we get caught up in the emotional response or we let ourselves feel like there's not enough time to go handle this, when the next issue comes up down the road, we're probably going to react to that one too and react to whatever comes after that and what comes after that. And you get into this situation where you're kind of down in the trenches and you're keeping your head down and you're in the weeds and you're not picking your head up to see what the larger picture is. You're, you're too close to the problem and you react and you're making a decision, making another decision, reacting to something else. And you work your way through these trenches and you get buried. And by the time you pick your head up, there's the opportunity that you're not sure where you're at. It takes you a couple minutes to get reacquainted to, to where you ended up. It's how did we get here and how did we end up so far away? This is when situations get out of hand. And by the time people hit the brakes and take a breather and look around, they say, how did this get so fucked up? That is what happens when you're reacting and you start this chain of just reacting and reacting and reacting rather than creating the space, taking that breath earlier before you start that series of events and giving yourself the opportunity to use your tools and your strategy and your tactics to put a complete plan together to go and address the issue at hand. So it probably goes without saying, but this idea of acting and putting in the time up front makes it seem like you know this whole process is taking longer where a quick reaction something that doesn't require a lot of time or something that we don't think requires a lot of time and we just throw an answer out yeah it gets it off our plate almost immediately and we can focus on whatever it is that we think 
we need to be focusing on. But like I explained, if we react and create more problems, we're handling the same issue multiple times. We're handling the follow-on issues that come up. So I would argue that taking a little bit of time up front to put a good plan together and understand how our plan is going to interact with the things that come after it, you're actually going to save time. It's, it's, it's nothing new to this podcast that if you put a good plan together at the front and you think through the contingencies and you think a few steps forward as if you were playing a game of chess and you had a strategy, in the long run, you're going to save time. You may move a little bit slower at the beginning, but you are going to get way farther down the line because you will have been focusing all of your efforts in a focused path rather than spreading yourself too thin and putting out a bunch of fires as you go, spreading your energy sideways rather than building one thing. And it's, a, it's, another, it's another one of these changes in perspectives that are potentially very powerful to you if you do this well, but it's a hard sell because it's putting more on your plate up front. But as a part of the philosophy, doing better planning up front is what's going to save you time and effort in the long run. It's going to get you farther and farther along the line quicker, and it's going to get you closer to what that vision in your head is of where you're going. So this is going to be a shorter episode, but my challenge to you is next time you come up to an issue or an obstacle that you weren't prepared for, take a step back. When you feel yourself getting all worked up, when you feel that impulse to react to whatever this thing is and get it out from in front of you so you can continue on your path, stop and take a step back and take a different look at what you're up against. Think through the solution that you want to put out. Does that solution really make sense or is that just a band-aid? Is this solution going to create issues down the road? Working through that in your mind and having that be a part of your process of how you go and address different challenges is going to help you in the long run. So that's my challenge to you. I appreciate you listening in. Check out the episode that's coming out next week. And until next time, yours in strength. This is Chris. If you like what I'm putting out, you can check out more at thebeardreport.com or you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at thebeardreport on Twitter and at the underscore beardreport on Instagram. We're going to have weekly podcast episodes, so come back for that. You can also sign up to my newsletter. You can find the link to my newsletter sign up on my Twitter page or on thebeardreport.com.